Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning, kicking off this 4th of July weekend. It's kind of weird with having it on Tuesday, but... uh, Anyway, it's a long holiday for a lot of folks, and we're going to enjoy it. Well, thanks for tuning in to the the show this morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the outdoor show this morning is Jace. Our sponsors today, we have the Galveston Fishing Extravaganza. That started Friday, yesterday. It's going to run all through the weekend. The CCA Star Tournament, the Belleville Meat Market, Boyd's One Stop, and Mainstream Marketing. All right, looking at weather, Galveston right now, it's 82 down on the island. We're going to have a mix of clouds and sun, high of 88, wind south at 10 to 15 tonight, pretty much the same. Some clouds, low of 82, south-southeast winds 10 to 15. And then for tomorrow, partly cloudy skies, high of 88, south winds 10 to 15. So we're definitely in that southerly flow, and, well, we'll get there. It's, uh, at least it's not southwest. But looking across the board this morning, uh, the buoy offshore shore is showing a south-southwest wind at 9. And uh, water temp is 85, air temperature 85. Galveston Channel, it's 84 with 89-degree water, a south-southwest wind at 3 to 7. Eagle Point, it's 83 degrees with 89-degree water. Man, these are some warm water temperatures. West-southwest at 5 to 6. And again, this morning, Morgan's Point, no report, but that may come up in a, another 30 minutes or whatever when they flip the switch or whatever's going on with that monitor. And uh, looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel tide predictions. We have a high coming up this morning at 528 to 9 a.m. 
It's a 1.6. It'll stand high all day with a low tonight at 9.15 p.m. It's a negative 0.8. So it's a good exchange of water, but it's just two times a day. 6.23 a.m. is sunrise, 8.23 p.m. sunset. And our moon phase is 90%. It looks full this morning, but uh, we've got a ways to go. Full moon Monday night. So that's kind of where we're at with weather and tides and uh, pretty much the same thing daily. But it'll all change. Looks like a little bit cooler temperatures next week with uh, some pretty good chances of rain. So that'll help out. Let's run over to Sabine Lake now. Let's get fired off with Captain Bill Watkins, see what he's up to. Bill, good morning. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Oh, just kind of dragging this morning. I was, I didn't want to get up. Man, I was sleeping good. Yeah, yeah I was too. But I always uh, sleep good after on. the Astros win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's all right over here. We're boy, the water is so hot. What you said, it I, is. My son and I were poking around up in the north end of the lake yesterday, and uh, it was 90 degrees. The water temperature was 90 degrees at 10 o'clock. <laughs> I couldn't even believe that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What's some heat? And it's just, I mean, the heat index has been like, what, 110 every day? or Yeah, pretty much anywhere from floating around from 110 to 115, depending on what patch of concrete you're standing on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. But it, uh, you know, I, I did a bunch of weed eating yesterday. My grandson Ooh. got out. I had him on the mowing machine, and I, I did a bunch of weed eating yesterday afternoon. And golly, I thought I was going to pass out there a couple of times. Oh, I'm, I did but, yard work this week, and uh, I have been totally overrun by raspberry mm-hmm. ants, my whole piece of property. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Really? If I if I just walk out in the yard, no matter where I'm at on two acres, I can stand there and they start crawling all over my feet and legs. You know, they oh, don't sting, they don't bite. But yeah. uh, they're, I mean, it's just, I had the exterminator out this week. I always do a quarterly, you know, for the house. And, yeah. uh, the earliest I could get them to come treat my place is July 13th. Now he did a parade wow. around the house and I mean, they were even coming in the house. I mean, it was terrible. It's uh, I had a little stray dog show up a month ago, cute little terrier type dog. And I have searched all up and down that area I live in trying to find the owner of this dog. I know it was somebody's dog. It was taken care of, but it just picked me to come live with. I mean, it crawled <laughs> under my fence into my backyard, and it won't leave. And I can put a bowl of food out on the patio, and if he doesn't go, she doesn't gobble it down immediately, the ants just totally overwhelm it. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, that's that's unusual. Normally, the fire ants run all the other ants off. Well, I don't have any fire ants because uh, they these raspberry ants kill them. They wipe well, them out. That's... <laughs> They claim well, they come from think, South America, and I think now since we have all that development out there my way for all these container ports and, you know, all the containers being shipped in and then taken to all these distribution centers, I think that's where they're coming from. 
I mean, we've never had them wow. out there on the bay. My neighbors are even no. able to run with them. <laughs> I, I think maybe they'd be preferable to fire ants. Maybe I'll get me a shovel full of bucket and come over no, to your place. And... You don't want these things, man. <laughs> I mean, they're so bad that I could uh, I could get them on me and walk into somebody's house and they'll fall off and start crawling around in their home if you don't watch it. Oh man, that's crazy! I've never seen anything like that. They they knocked my <laughs> well out the other day. I had to uh, go out there where the breaker points are and spray all that out with uh, you know like ant killer. But they were already fried. Most of them were fried anyway. They get between those points. When the well kicks on, they close up, and it uh, messes it up. I had to clean all that out, sand those points down, and get my well to go in again. It's crazy, man. I've never seen anything like it. How big are they? They're little tiny things. And they're, they call them crazy ants because they never stop moving. They're just going <laughs> everywhere. And if you got a water hose laying on the ground or an extension cord, they'll run up and down that thing like it's a highway. Oh man! It's oh, nuts. That's, uh... <laughs> you know, I've I started never, noticing a few a couple things. of weeks ago, and they've just exploded. So there's a huge hive underground somewhere in my area, and it's oh man, that's it's uh, got to be treated properly crazy. for the bait to be taken to the hive and kill them all. <laughs> but they they do know how to treat them. I guess that's the main thing. Yes, and. Uh, this, the people I use, they've been uh, doing the Port of Houston for a while just because of this. They're having a lot of problems because they're coming in, you know, from South America. Now, that's uh, more more uh, immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are a nightmare. But, uh, they, I mean, they mess up everything electrical. I mean, they'll, they'll destroy your, your home. Yeah, all ants love seem to love electrical contacts. They'll they'll build up around everything. Yeah, I got fire ants. I mean, this this is like fire ant ranch out here. Right, oh, man. And when when it rains real hard, they'll mound up all over the yard. Mm-hmm. And then I can I can kill them back, but they just go underground. And the next time right. it rains, they come up again. You know, and boy, they'll they'll sting the heck out of you. Oh, yeah. When you've got a lot of property, it's hard to control them. And then if your neighbors aren't con- trying to control them, I mean, that they just keep coming back. Yeah, they just keep on and on and on. Mm-hmm. I've got some cow pastures around me on on the south and uh, east side, and man, they just they take over out there. Well, I tell you what, I watched these things explode just overnight on my property. I wish our fishery would explode like that. Our trout would come up <laughs> like these crazy ants. I've never seen nothing like it, man. Well, I, I was going to say, my son and I, we caught a lot of trout yesterday. We fished all Texas waters, way up mm-hmm. north, in the river and this and that. And uh, I, I, we probably caught 25 or 30 11 to 13 inch trout. Yeah. I mean, they were just everywhere. And that's the story I've been hearing from all the friends I have that have been fishing. And it comes from every point of the lake. I mean, uh, east side, west side, north, south. Yeah. There's just lots and lots of trout.
it's uh, a lot of juveniles. Oh, it's coming back. Yeah, that's that's the best. Uh, that's the but, best you know, I've been watching I've this for four or five years now, and it's just it seems like. You know, we say it every year. I said, my God, next year is going to be unbelievable. You know, we've got so many, you know, 12, 13, 14-inch fish, and then it just, it's it's not changing. I mean, we have we have a few more keepers each year, you know, naturally, but it's it's the same every year. At least we're, uh, we're growing something. <laughs> yeah. We can just yeah, turn them all into three and four and five pounders, man. Get it back like it used to be. That'd be awesome. I don't know if uh, I think the fishing pressure is is pretty heavy, and trout are pretty prolific feeders. They they're pretty dumb, and uh, if you get around them, you're gonna catch them. Yeah, they, that's a lot what they of do. It, is swim and eat. So I've I've got some friends that are are croaker soakers, and uh, they've caught their fish out. There's, they they finally went out the other day and their their catch diminished diminished and now there's nothing. So, you know, what's going on is they catch all of them. <laughs> well, that that's true. See, people don't realize what you can do. You know, but when we're in the condition we're in, the state of the fishery, we don't have these vast schools like. I mean, if we did. As many shrimp that were in all of our bay systems up and down the coast this year, if we really had that many fish, the birds would be working all day long, everywhere you look, all over the whole bay system, and it's not happening that way. They're, these fish are like, they're potted up. They're trying to school, but they're not. there's not enough of them to make what I would call a school, you know, like thousands yeah. of fish in one school. You know, there's 50s and 100s and things like that, and you keep going to the well, every day, day in and day out, and they diminish because you catch all of them. Yeah, you catch all your better fish. Yeah, your better and, fish, uh, exactly. Because uh, when you've got a a fishery full of all different age classes of fish for like seven, eight, nine years of growth, those bigger fish overwhelm the smaller ones. They'll overfeed them. You'll catch them. And I always noticed, even back in the day when we had a lot of fish, when I'd you're pinned down on the shoreline for a month because of the wind and you're having to fish that whole area, those catch rates start diminishing and the size starts diminishing. And then when it turns into 11 to 14-inch fish, well, you, you've you uh, put a hurt on the bigger fish, naturally. Yeah. That's, if that makes that's sense to anybody. Happens. Yeah. Yeah. You're it right. does make sense. And uh, you can overfish, you know, uh, if it were, if it wasn't for weather changes and wind direction changes, we'd clean out whole areas. Oh yeah, Mother Nature is the best defense on a lot of this. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you you get a southwest wind, it wipes out a lot of the shoreline, and uh, a lot of that part of the bay gets dingy and you know windswept, and those fish back off, and you can't catch them. And uh, that's, I mean, it's, you're just facing the law of diminishing returns. Well, I've had so, so many arguments. You know how fishermen are. They just get, they, they're they so passionate about their sport. Oh, oh, there's no way you can overfish a 
a fishery with rod and reels and all that. I said, well, why does TPNW impose limits on us then? Why do we have limits if that's not possible? I mean, seriously. And, it is possible. It's not only they're, possible. They're eternal optimists, and they they just think that there's just there's a never-ending supply of these solid fish, and you can just catch them and kill them till you know, the seal's never going to run dry, but it does, and it's... They don't. Yeah. It's hard to get that through their head. They want to argue, 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 and so they can argue all they want to. It's a fact. Well, it, mean, that's true. It's, you know, and I know because we're out there all the time, and and uh, I try not to fish schools of fish completely out. You know, true. That's why I am, I impose a limit on myself because. I want exactly. my customers to be catching a lot of fish and having a lot of fun, and uh, I don't want to wipe out whole schools of fish. Yeah, because when you start taking those more mature age classes out, then we're back to square one again. Hang on a second, Bill. Let me get this break in. I'll come right back to you. Hold that thought. I'll be right back. Sure. All right, you're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. Quick break, right back. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 418 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go back to Bill Watkins. All right, Bill, we are back, man. All right, buddy, I'm here with you. Yeah. There's a lot of little fish. I mean, it's uh, it's happening. I mean, there's some decent fish. You know, a lot of people 
don't hear me when I, you know, I'll talk about, man, we just don't have any big fish anymore. Well, we really don't, not like we should and had. And, uh, you know, you you got your unicorn swimming around out there. Somebody will pop a seven here and there. And, you know, we had a guy catch that big nine, you know, in that West End Anglers tournament this spring, you know, in West Bay over there. But uh, wow. I mean, they're few and far <laughs> that's between. incredible. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, true. It's, I mean, there's always been uh, uh, not very many nine-pounders, <laughs> but they were more common. Well, sure, you Even, heard about one every week, you know, a couple of weeks, that kind of deal. And, you know, you could see by the results of the star tournament, there was quite a few eights. You know, they got an eight-pound minimum, but see – even the CCA, they know, and they're tra- they're trying to make a difference and and trying to preserve these bigger fish before they go into the killing business again, so to speak. You know, harvesting yeah. these fish for tournament purposes, and it's uh just so weird having the star. There's no flounder or trout division in it, but they're trying to help too and make a difference. Well, the and, and speaking of flounder, uh, I'm having the sorriest spring and summer flounder fishing I've ever seen. See, and you're sitting on flounder mecca over there. For as long as I can remember, Sabine's always been an unbelievable flounder place. Oh, something happened to them. Either they're not where I normally find them, or they're just gone. Because uh, I'm not catching them. I caught one yesterday, and uh, it was 14 and 15 sixteenths inches long, <laughs> so we couldn't keep it. But it was like, golly, you know, where are the flounder? And they just, you know, you know, the gators spring, are getting them, you know. But but that, that's a whole yeah. different ball game there. When you're with a, you know, with these lights, these LED lights, and where they can light the bottom up now, and you get these clear water nights and stuff. I mean, I. I watch a lot of that on social media, and they they stab the heck out of them, and uh, yeah, it uh, it just it just keeps adding up. A lot of pressure. Yeah, I just don't uh, I don't know where they're at over here. I, I mean, I fancied myself to be a pretty good flounder fisherman, but and I don't fish the fall run much because that's that's just like you know a parking lot. Uh, they all well, get see, that's, up that's a lot spot. of pressure just, you know, with rod and reels alone, not counting the ones gigging, too, and it uh, it adds up over the period of time. I mean, it looks like it, some nights you get the right night, and it looks like a city out there on the bays at night with flounder boats. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, there's not that many flounder boats over here anymore. I mean, there used to be a flounder boats. All of, you'd see them all the time with lights on them and all that. Right. Now you don't see very many of them anymore because there's just not that many flounder. Um, you know, it's kind of like you something. I mean, you're not going to throw a spare. You know, you got to have catchable numbers and fishable numbers just like when you're goose hunting. I mean, nobody's going to throw yeah. a spread on a, you know, a raft, a roost of geese with only a 1,000 geese in it. They're wanting better numbers than that to, you know, throw a spread near near a roost yeah. like that. Well, it's a, yes, you can, you can catch your fish out. It's a fact. 
there's no argument in my mind. <laughs> you know that there'll be a, a a wad of fish will show up somewhere, mm-hmm. and people will find them, and all of a sudden you'll be seeing eight eight or ten boats working those those schools, and then they're just not there anymore. Um, I, I mean, I don't know why anybody would even want to argue about that. Uh, I have no idea where they're coming from. It's like they're dreaming that you can't catch the fish out. I mean, I've done it. I know. <laughs> I could, yeah, I you can can't wipe them out, out to of, zero, but, I mean, it just, you know, you, no, you can catch all your better size fish. Right, and uh, it, it it cuts your catch rates way down because of the, you know, the less fish you have, the less fish you're going to catch. I mean, that's just normal. You're not ever going to wipe them totally out no. to zero. But, uh, no, but you, you'll, uh, you'll sure hurt them. Sure. Within, within a two-day period, We'll have a we'll have a lot of fish will show up in the mouth of a bio, like in the fall when the shrimps start coming out. And once they get found, they'll usually wipe that school of fish out in two days, two mornings. Right. It's over. And uh, <laughs> I just I, I don't know why anybody would even argue that. And then move on to the next school. It's like, on to the it's next like back in the old days on the prairies across America, you know, the buffalo hunters. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Kill them till they're and, eating uh, more, and then, hey, numbers aren't good. Hey, we'll get on a train or get our wagon and move on to the next prairie. That's right. And just keep killing. So, you know, and there's, there's like you say, that's why there's limits imposed. Remember how crazy limit everybody went when they, when they, with their limit reduction going, oh, man, we got plenty of fish. You know, I can't believe they're going to yeah. cut our limits in half. Well, 90% of them now can't even catch a limit. <laughs> man, that's Yeah. Everybody, you know, they just look at let, limit this, limit that. You know, I got my limit. I got my limit. Well, would they be happy if the limit was two or three? I guess so, because they got their limit. They yeah. base their fishing success on on uh, getting that limit, and it's really not about that. Well, it's you know when you fish fish the Louisiana side of the lake over here, uh, I tell people you know they say what is the limit in Louisiana? I go fifteen trout a piece, and they go wow, really. And I get, yeah, but we're not going to get that many because there's not a, there's not that many out there. Uh, oh yeah, I've had some limit days. Of course, like I always say, I impose. A, I don't take my limit. If I got threes in the boat, three people in the boat, I'm only going to I'm only going to yeah. That's forty five fish, and you don't you know with that, your fifteen, it would that's be six fish. Yeah, that's that's yeah. That, I just. To me, that's obscene, and there's no need for it. In um, Texas, of course, don't let you, don't let the guy keep his five. Right. So, but I mean, I just tell them we're not going to get that many. 
you know, we're going to catch probably 25 or 30. That's going to be a good number for today. Sure. And normally, normally we'll get, we'll get somewhere between 20 and 30 and every great once in a while, I'll get on a school that, <laughs> and whack them. And, you know, we'll get a, we'll get 15 fish a piece. Well, and the thing with the Louisiana too, you know, even though the limit's uh 15 fish, I mean, what people need to look at the reason they catch so many limits in Louisiana is because the minimum length is 12 inches. I mean, we could do That's the same right. thing in Texas. We catch 20 a piece a day. If the limit was 20, you know, if you could keep 12 inches, think about yeah. that. No, it, it's, that's the way it is. And, uh, you know, I'll get on a school of fish that'll have, uh, 17 to 21 inch fish in it and i'm like oh my god i've got to get away from this because within a day or two we'll we'll catch them all right you know and back when they were prolific i mean that was bird trout back in the day i mean that's what that was your bird size fish you know 15 to 20 inch fish by the millions hundreds of schools of birds a day yeah, we we caught them and caught them and caught them like that, and you know fours and fives were common in birdfish. Uh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, it was it was amazing, and I knew even back then. I said this can't keep up, as as the number of fishermen increase, the catch is going to increase. Well, with and it. and plus the you know the technology and the equipment and then you know cell phones all the networking just you know call somebody or call 10 of them they all show up and bang 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 everybody limits out on one school and now it's uh dwindled down because you can't do that anymore and there's just not enough fish to go around to get a big gang up of people i mean look at that stack up freshwater stack ups you experienced over there and we did over here in like 2015 16 17 and yeah one reef would have 80 or 90 boats on it everybody catching them i mean i I remember a day in east bay where every reef i saw had 30 plus boats on every single piece of shell over there everybody catching them (laughs) and it didn't last no it didn't just lasted for a short short period of time uh, what was left, they got flushed. I mean, it was the yep. ultimate flush. I've never seen anything like that. No, I haven't either. But I think, you know, in the last we're trying 24 to come years, back, you know, I've, it's trying to get Yeah, we back. are. I, I think I've seen every, every kind of a disaster that we could have yes. weather-wise. It's, uh, it's been amazing. What we've had to go through. Floods, hurricanes, freezes, spills. I mean, <laughs> we've had it. Yeah. <laughs> you name it, we've had it. I just tell you, you know, how resilient the fishery is. If you just give it a chance, it'll come back. Just Oh, yeah. It try will. to take care of it for the time being and then enjoy the good times later. But, you know, that the numbers of small trout that I'm seeing this year, I did not see last year and year before and year before. No, I've got to admit there's a lot more small fish this year. It's, it, we're getting more. It's, and it's I'm, trying to work. And I'm excited about that. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, okay, we've got a shot at, at growing exactly. some fish here. After seven years of floods, we've got a, a, an honest chance of getting the fishery back where it needs to be. I mean, and I, I have personally, I have become 
way, way better at finding fish because of the scarcity of fish. Well, sure. I've got way better at my game because I had to. Well, just think Either, how good uh, it'll be, how easy it'll be on you once they come back. And it, you know, we get prolific. It'll it'll be easier on all of us. So, yeah, you know, every, everybody needs to to think about self limiting and sure. Don't take more than you need, and don't stack them in the freezer and let them freeze and burn. Just you know, everybody needs to think about what they're doing, and uh, and and we'll have fish you know, on down line for as long as we want to keep them. I got you. Uh, but and just uh, just just uh, don't be greedy. All just right, like Bill. anything else. Well, I got to get out of here. If uh, somebody wants to call you about coming over and fishing Sabine, how do they get a hold of you, my friend? 409-673-9211. Or fishsabinelake.com. That'll get you there, buddy. Have a good weekend, well, Bill. Have a happy fourth. I'll talk to you next week. Be safe, my friend. All right. Good deal, Later, man. man. Bye-bye. All right, buddy. All right. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. 435 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Conroe now. Let's check in with the fish dude. Oh, Richard Tosh. Hey, Richard. Good morning. How are you, man? Well, good morning, Mickey. How are you? Oh, top of the morning to you, my friend. I'm doing good. Good deal, man. I, I tell you what, I snuck off on you, though. I'm sitting in Atlanta. I knew it. I, just, I had that feeling. I just could uh, tell by the sound this morning of your voice. You didn't sound all fired up like I'm fixing to catch bait. And I know, I know. I could hear there your you voice. Go. There ain't no doubt. Yeah, I'm out here relaxing. I tell you what, this, this temperature out here is nice. It's hey, yeah, I bet it is. It's like a easy bake oven out there buddy <laughs> believe it believe it or not it backed off yesterday it was 78 and this morning i think it's about 76 so yeah but i'm talking bad. about afternoon temperatures oh, it yeah, gets hot it, out yeah, there it's, it's been over 100 every day <laughs> that's the thing but right now it's nice and cool man. i'll tell you what that's that's one thing i noticed that my dad says gee we've been breaking 100 every day the whole month of june pretty much and it's like oh yeah it's crazy, but hey, those are some tough about, animals to survive. That aren't they? No rain I'll and all that you. heat. No, those deer. I and, promise you, 
wildlife out that way are man they're they're pretty resilient <laughs> they really are i mean it's just absolutely crazy how tough they are to be able to take all this heat and stuff and be, we got we've been riding around the past because coming uh yesterday no day before yesterday after after i got through fishing so so uh there's this one little old doe. She sits down in the middle of one of our oats patches. Now, it's grown up. It's got a bunch of sticker birds out there right now. But she don't think you can see her because all you can see is her head and her ears. She's, you know, every afternoon, she's laying right there in the middle of that dying field just looking around as you go riding by on a buggy or something and, uh, you know, trying to get all these feeders and stuff straightened out. Yes, yesterday and day before the pond, go around there. She just sits there and watches you like, no, you can't even see her. It's huh. like, okay. It's, and she's laying right out in the middle of that field in that heat. It's like, good, Ned. But she is laying in one of those green patches there is out there. In the so, shade tree. I heard that. That's where most of them are hanging underneath them shade trees and stuff. But, you know, there is a, it's still a little bit wet out here because they did have a little rain. You know, some, as long as they ain't full, but they got a little drops on there. You know, about mm-hmm. another week's worth or so. If it doesn't rain, then it'll all dry up again. So. Is one of those things, but it's like I say this morning, it's nice out here. There ain't no doubt. I got one of got the barbecue pits fired up a while ago, so got them got them going to get ready to throw some briskets on. So, but and didn't go coon hunting last night. Thought about it real hard, but didn't quite do it. So this morning I got two tons of corn dumping feeders. So get that done, and then tonight we'll keep them in check. Yeah, we'll keep those rascals in check. You see how many of them want to hang out on these limbs. Them raccoons, this time of year, one thing I found out, they come out of them hollows. It's hot in there during during the day. They'll come out and hang out on them limbs at night. And it's, there's one night, I bet I, I got I bet I got ten of them out of one tree. they all just hanging out on the limbs, just laying there, draped over those limbs. Like, all right, every one of y'all rascals is hot. So, they... <laughs> They can't take it too much. It's, you know, it's just one of them things. Um, and then that, all these deer, we ain't got them quite tuned in yet. We only counted, I think we only counted about 15 every time we make a round. So it's, uh, but we're not going in prime times either. You know, fixing feeders and stuff like that. Like, I got a solar panel on the place yesterday and a couple of batteries. So, you know, that stuff going. And then have everything good to go for deer season in a few months. But, Main thing is it dries up. These these animals need something to eat, and hopefully, you know, we got a water trough out here that's always got water, so they come in and drink it if nothing else, you know. So that's one of the things about over here, and just anywhere else, like out in, in West Texas, South Texas, down there where you run, water is a big, big commodity. You ain't got it, you don't have much. You know, that's that's one of the things that I've always wanted to buy some of that land. Down in South Texas, because it's usually not really expensive as it used to. It wasn't, and uh, you get out there and go looking around. Well, sure, you can have ten thousand acres, but there's not a drop of water on any of it. So, it just that's the hardest that's the hardest thing to deal with trying to figure out how to keep any animals alive just because there's no water in the ground. And if yeah. you do get it, you got to drill a ten thousand foot uh, irrigation well with a pump that costs you a hundred dollars a day to run. So. You know, it's, it's one of those one of those things that just amazes me how how anything survives down there. I mean, it just absolutely amazes me because it's just like you say, it's so dang hot and then dry too. And it's you know, it's like those those uh, 
likes like Guerrero, Guerrero Wheat is, you know, all those those Mexican lakes. It's amazing how those fish can even survive it so hot most of the time. But you get thinking about it. You know, I was over at uh, Falcon one year, and they were saying, oh, yeah, these fish spawn like once a month. So, that, you know, and I wouldn't doubt it. You know, get a full moon, boom, they pull up and spawn. Because you never have a real winter per se yeah. down there in South Texas. So water temperatures don't ever get down low, low, you know, like, like normal fish are used to. So I don't know. It's just one of those things you, I think about a lot, you know, how those fish spawn on different lakes and stuff like that. You know, South Texas versus a power plant lake versus a, a lake in East Texas or even up in in uh, in uh, North, uh, like the Great Lakes and stuff like that, where those lakes freeze over. You know, how in the world those fish survive? You know, especially they just the do, cold man. I it, know. Uh, exactly. I remember I went up to Canada fishing one year, and, and the first day we were there, uh, 90% of the water was still frozen over. You know, the ice had turned that's black. But, that's uh, amazing. Man, any open water you had where you could fish, I mean, those those pike and muskie and everything, they were just eating like piranhas. I mean, I bet was, they were. Yeah. Goodness. Water Goodness. temp, 33 degrees, that kind of deal. They were just, it was crazy. I know. I know. That, that gets I me. Couldn't, those, me being a saltwater fisherman, I just, I couldn't just, it just wouldn't register in my brain. I go, how are we catching these fish? Exactly. That doesn't make any sense at all. No, whatsoever. I mean, it's like those ice fishermen, you know. That's always, that's always got me to come down. Oh, yeah, ice fish. Man, y'all are crazy. I mean, you know, where I grew up down here in Texas, fire and ice don't get along, right? You got to go out there, drag a house out there, you know, drill a hole in the ice, and you're going to start a fire in that house. That <laughs> ice going to melt. I mean, that don't make a lick of sense to me, but, uh, you know, I know it's thick enough, but dang it, this is still. That yeah, they drag your old shanties out there, and uh, they got all the comfort, comforts of home inside of them. They're all warm. I, and, and I fishing, know. I mean, fishing through a hole in the ice, that's pretty cool. It a lot is, of guys don't I mean, even do that. They just uh, put on the gear, just kneel down and sit on their knees and catch them. I'm, yeah, there you go. There you go. That's, I can see that. Have a few of them cocktails reach down and grab them in your teeth. Yeah. Well, one thing yeah, about it, you don't have to buy ice to ice your beer down. You can just set it down on the lake. Oh, well, you Keep ain't your kidding. beer cold. I, I guarantee you. That's like I see them chuck them pistols right up on top of the ice. They plop a few times in the freeze. I just no, no, thank free you. solid. <laughs> exactly. No, thank you. That's too cold for me. I'm used. To, I'm like you. I'm used to being down here. You know that temperature is a big thing to me. I mean, it's hot as heck right now, but uh, I guarantee you it's better. Than yeah, we I, freeze I could, to death when we go up there, and then when they come I down know. here, they burn up. It's, uh, exactly. That's just crazy. But it's, I don't know. It's one of those things. I get people soon. Send me text. Yeah, I'm up here fishing at 69 degrees. Rascal. That's uh, that ain't right because up in Arkansas it still ain't cold. You know, I mean, it get, the mornings. I mean, it still ain't hot, hot. It's, in the mornings, it's you know, in the 60s. It's like good night. That just don't even make no sense to me. Yeah, but don't think it doesn't get hot in Arkansas because I've been up there when it was hot. I guarantee you it gets hot up there. If you don't breathe. like it. I know. That's what's so bad about that. You get in different places. You know, kind of get used to all this stuff and all this humidity down here. Mm. And then uh, you move up there where, where there's no no humidity per se, like not like there is down here, but it's hot. 
And it's like, no, I don't like this stuff. This stuff is no good. And when it gets where you can't breathe, I mean, I talk about that out there on the water all the time. If that wind ever stops in the summertime, you can't do it. I mean, I don't care who you are. It is so hot. Unless you're swimming, you're not yeah. going to stay out there. It's going to kill you. I mean, that's that heat, is, it is no joke. I mean, there, you get out there with no wind on that lake, and it just it gets to the point where you literally cannot breathe. It just plugs you up. So you got to really be careful. And this weekend, especially, everybody needs to be careful out there. Good night. There's going to be some knuckleheads running around. I know there already is. <laughs> I mean, there ain't no doubt there already is. The rest have been running around all night out there. And on these holiday weekends, are bad about it. They get out there and run around it, run around at night because it's cooler. But they don't, they think they're the only ones out there. They're not the only ones out there, so they need to really pay attention. So, it's uh, hopefully we don't have any any tragedies this weekend. But it's a it's a real well. Good we got through Memorial Day without any, from what I hear. I know. I didn't hear much. Years, and I, people are wise enough. Around. They're figuring out, you know, alcohol and boating don't mix. And I'm it, hoping uh, so. It, uh, you know, that was always the biggest factor that played into a lot of boat, boating accidents. I'd say it really you know, was, was the biggest part of it. You know, just yeah, it really was. There's no doubt. You know, and, and everybody just thought it was a thing to do. You know, go out there and just get get drunk as a skunk. Oh, yeah, you know, if and, you you know if you do and, it in moderation, but it you know you know how it is. You yeah, pop, yeah. I mean, I'll pop I a mean, top on one. There's, here comes the next one, and the next one, and the next one, and. It, Hey, I, Mickey, I got a saying. Well, to make you sick, I'll make you well. <laughs> so if you got a hangover, pop a top on one of them. It'll get you That's over. it. It's like that old saying, I may have a hangover, but it's not going to be today. <laughs> That's right. There you, go. there you go. That's it. Exactly. No doubt All about right, that. All right, buddy. Well, hey, man, I got to run, Richard. Hey, you have, have a good time with your dad up there and try to stay hydrated. Throw Absolutely. out a number if somebody wants to come to Conroe and hang out with you. All right, Mickey, you will get in touch with me, 936-661-7920. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Suits Guide Service. You can email me at admin at fishsuitstx.com or just check out the webpage, fishsuitstx.com. Say that three times in a row as fast as you can. There you go. All right, Richard. Hey, have a good weekend. Happy 4th, buddy. Same to y'all, brother. See you, man. All right. All right, let's head down Matagorda Way now. Let's check in with Captain Charlie Paradoski and see what he's up to this morning. Charlie P., what's happening? Morning, Mickey. What's happening? Oh, man, nothing. Just rolling with the flow. Same here. <laughs> Same here. I'm going to fish today, and I'm going to take the rest of the holidays off. So that's well, what's happening. <clears throat> Heat. That's, uh, that sounds like a wise decision. Yep. <clears throat> Heat, a few fish, unless you're throwing croakers, then you're catching them. Yeah. And then uh, that's what's going on. Barking Lots monkeys. I ain't gonna, the savior of I don't many. Think I'm gonna, yeah. It's saving a lot of them right now, buddy. <laughs> a lot of them. But, uh, I don't think I'm ever going to complain about the cold weather again. Golly, it's hot. I know. It just seems like it's hotter than normal. I guess it is. You know, it's uh, it is what it is. I mean, if I had to choose, I would take the hot over the cold. You know, the bitter cold. I, man, once I get cold, I'm done. Once I get hot, I can cool off and go back to fishing. 
man, you're out there in a blistery north wind, and even though you got all the good gear on, and once you chill your core down, it's you're, you're worthless the rest of the day. Yeah. I go ride around no and uh, everybody's sweaty and, you know, they're wet and I can cool them down and uh, go back to fishing for a little while and do it again. I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, We need perfect weather like San Diego, just that one temperature year-round. We, we, we could do some damage. No. <laughs> we don't. We don't need to be like those people in San Diego. I don't well, think. but I mean the weather. I said weather. <laughs> I didn't right, say people. you did. You did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now nah, it's nothing new over here. Same old story. We're catching a few fish, and uh, it. You know, we got a lot of good water. Uh, the wind is down this morning. Seems like one morning it's up, the next morning it's down. I don't see but about an eight mile an hour wind out here right now. Yeah, it's it's not much this morning. You know, the last few mornings it's been it's been a little lighter every morning, so maybe this is a trend coming. We'll take it. Maybe so. It's better in the southwest so. twenty to start your day off, I can tell you that. <laughs> like last year, every morning. Yeah, every morning. I got a listener uh tech sent me a text to ask Charlie what the best color for a, a soft plastic tail under a popping cork is. He said piping cork, but that's probably autocorrect on this uh, phone. Well, I'll tell you <clears throat> what's working better for us right now is uh, those voodoo shrimp, and, and color doesn't seem to matter at all. Yeah, the but, voodoo uh, shrimp are, and if you can't get them, yeah. get gulp, gulp shrimp. Right. A white gulp works really, really good. But uh, yeah. as far as plastics, it depends on the clarity of the water, you know. If it's True. off color, you know. Really, a little purple little John or cork works pretty good all the time, too. I know. I've been hearing that from everybody. They don't even mess with it. They'll, they'll just put a purple little John on a hook under a popping cork and do just as good. Isn't that something? Yeah. 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 Good old little John. Yeah. I, don't like, I don't like fishing like that, but if that's what it takes, you know, that's what we're going to do. Right. Uh, well, I think this guy's going to be it fishing works. the oil man's tournament, and he's just trying to get a little edge, you know. Yeah. Our best colors over here are, are something purple. Yeah. You know, plum. I'll concur. Yeah. That always works. I Same over here. Work. I mean, I, I hadn't had a bad career using purples and reds and all that over these years we've been doing it. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's hey, early. when I think of purple, I think of one guy. Remember old Jack Brett that had, that had the high-low store on Decker Drive there in Baytown? That guy yeah. nuked him yeah. every day. I don't care if it was 200 degrees outside. He'd take off early in the afternoons about 3 o'clock and go slide his boat in. And he'd be going out, and we were coming in with our trips, and he nuked him every day with purple. He loved purple. I had to yep. agree. Me too. It's a good color, Mickey. Good. Color. Do you want that? Uh, you usually, like, if somebody's using a popping cork and a little John or soft plastic under, are they putting it on a jig head or just a, a regular hook and it's weighted or what? A regular jig head, but real yeah, light. That's like what I figured too. Thirty seconds or a sixteenth. Yeah, like you know, a good one would be that Pro Elite sixteenth. Uh, 
R A. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That'll work. That's all it takes. Thread it on like a worm where it'll hang straight and just pop it. Wait for the cork to go under or keep your line tight and you can feel it go under. You don't even have to watch it. Yep. Yep. Because I hate That'll watching work. a popping cork. <laughs> I like the feel. Me too. Feel that thump. Man. Me too. Nothing like that thump. Or when they're Nothing really like good and your line just goes slack, it just swim off with it towards you. Yep. Yep. Well, your well, Astro's been doing pretty good here of late. Yeah, I can't believe we don't have anybody on the All-Star team. Nobody. Well, look at, uh, Seems like what is it, the Phillies, the Padres, the Mets, and the Yankees have the four biggest payrolls in baseball, and they don't have anybody playing in the All-Star game. You're kidding me. Uh-uh. Aaron Judge isn't going to make it because huh. he's hurt. Yeah. When is that All-Star game? Tuesday? Um, well, the, let's see. The break starts. Um, the break starts uh, Monday night or after all the games on Monday, I think. Tuesday's the beginning of the break, and I don't know. I don't know when the All-Star's game's going to be. What do they get, five days off or something like that? I don't even remember. Don't quote anymore. me on that. I just, you know, but, uh, yeah. And it's the main reason I watch it now is for the home run derby. That's what I like the best. Yeah. Yeah, that is fun. That is good. But it it, it is better than the Pro Bowl. At least are, they are going through the motions, you know. Yeah. I've watched my last Pro Bowl. That's horrible. It, it is, isn't it? It just yeah. it ruined it. They did. Like everything else. Well, <laughs> that's true. I wasn't going to say it, but I'll concur <laughs> since you did. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Charlie, if somebody wants to come down to Matagorda, just don't come this weekend. They can book you and, and go fishing. How they get a hold of you, buddy? <clears throat> Call me on my cell phone, 713-725-2401. You've been taking any hook, skit, hook spit kids this week, the Rusty Hook Ranch? All week. All week? Yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. They, they have a good time? Oh, yeah, they did. Are they yeah, well-mannered? You know, not all of them, but... Uh, not Most all of them. them, okay. Just checking. <laughs> yeah. Times yeah. are changing, just like everything else you I'm said. Jealous. All right, man. Well, Charlie, have a good 4th of July, and I'll talk to you next week, man. Be safe. Take care, Mickey. All right, buddy. Later, man. All right, that's Captain Charlie P. down in Matagorda. It's time for our top-of-the-hour break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.